Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Kickback Lounge podcast. My name is Drew Young, and I'm here with my co-host today, Kenny Brown. What up, what up, what up, what up? Building. And we got a good show for you guys today. We're going to get into a little bit of soccer coming to St. Louis. We're going to get a little bit into Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. That whole debacle is finally over. Oh, my God. You know? Yeah. I'm just, I'm sick of hearing about it at this point. <laughs> yeah. We might talk about some of the NRA stuff. Yeah. Gonna have some good questions later on in the show. So make sure before this episode starts, make sure to like the video and uh, share as well. Helps us out. Thank you. Uh, yeah. If we want to talk about, we could do like an extra. Segment. A little Amber Heard. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You want to yeah, introduce what are, your, what are your thoughts on the, the, the whole thing? I mean, the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial has been going on for a long time. It's been in the news, covered by like pretty much every media outlet. <laughs> and it's like, sometimes it feels redundant and it's just like crazy shit going on that we don't really care about. But yeah. it's just interesting to see like, it's like, why do people watch reality TV? Why do people watch uh, Desperate Housewives? Yeah, or like even Celebrity Deathmatch. Uh, you know, it's like you get to see your your favorite stars basically go outside their comfort zone. And obviously, like these two people. I didn't know who were, I ever heard was, bro. At did all? you? I no. did. I did. <laughs> I didn't know who she only, was, The only movie I knew her from is uh, Aquaman. Yeah. That's it. And but the only like, reason I knew Johnny Depp is because he's Johnny Depp. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so weird. And like, it's a weird couple. And uh, that Drew, is a weird couple, man. Drew was telling me off air uh, that Elon also had uh, a time with her too. That's a crazy. Way with her and uh, <laughs> with Amber Heard and Cara Delevingne. That's awesome. Yeah, he said that's, that's awesome. awesome. Um, my final thoughts on this whole thing is that she's crazy, and she got caught cheating. Yeah, with uh, uh like during their relationship, Phil, what's his name? Uh, not Phil DeFranco. Uh, James Franco. Really? Yeah. Bro. Oh my god. Like <laughs> she and plus she's been lying on the stand. Like she faked uh, images. They're like this image is from the exact same time, like exact same timestamps, but like obviously one's edited. Yeah. And then she contacted TMZ, and then she said she never contacted TMZ. Then they had a guy from TMZ even snitch on her. Right. And basically, basically. said that was false. Yeah. He's like, no, you definitely like told us. So it's just, she been called lying so many times. Bro. So are they gonna get money for this, or are they gonna get jail time for this? I, I mean, honestly. I don't think they'll get jail time because it's a defamation suit. Yeah. So they're basically Amber Heard suing for 100 mil. Right. Johnny Depp suing for 50. 50. And like Johnny Depp's lawyer became a fucking star that one chick because she's like, it's weird. The media is weird because they love you till they don't. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're loving Johnny Depp's lawyer now until she gets canceled or some shit. You know what I mean? It's weird how they were, everyone took to Johnny's side. But I mean, that's because that's who deserves. I feel well, yeah. like me personally. I I, from what I, I agree seen. too. I agree too. I think he won the case. I just think, but you can't lie on the stand. No, or edit fake fake videos or fake or lie about like just abuse. She just shit like that. Like yeah, you can't she, do that. Yeah, she's she's not truthful in what she was saying, and like honestly, they can only take what she was saying with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, I think it definitely ruins her career though. Like yeah. they they've already as, taken as her. Should. Yeah, I mean they're already trying to take her out of Aquaman too even though she's already uh, shot scenes for it. And I just think that, like, yeah, she's probably done, bro. Yeah. She's probably done. But like you said, Johnny Depp might be fucked as well. Yeah. Just, like, his, I mean, his character. But, like, at least you're think, not lying. Because think about it. You're not <laughs> you gonna, know what I mean? Coca-Cola is not going to want to do business with a guy who, you know. I mean, shit, he might. He's popping. <laughs> He's popping now. 
it's just yeah, man. I I think it's crazy to see. If I'm Coca Cola, I'm signing like being public though too. Huh? It's crazy to see the whole thing being public. Like that's the world we live in now, dude. Yeah, but it's like I think it's just because it's so high profile. Mm -hmm. And then like they, if you sign up to sue somebody for a hundred mil, you deserve to be televised. I agree. I mean, yeah, it's just weird to me that like that's where we are with society. Yeah, it's it's interesting trial though, but uh, yeah, man, we got thank it. God it's over. Yeah, thank God that shit's over. I don't really know what's gonna happen there. I just want the results. I'm sure Amber Heard's gonna be like lose, gonna lose, <laughs> because even that on top of that, her lawyers fucked up multiple times. Oh yeah, and just been like, uh, I don't know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> and her lawyers gotten grilled multiple times by just like people on the stand. Yeah, and it's weird how they can just like twist and lie about. Well, not twist, not lie, but they can twist like narratives mm-hmm. and then like ask people about it. I think that's something they did with, uh, you ever seen Making a Murder? No, but I heard of it. So basically there was this one kid on there that they were like investigating and they basically got him to admit to a crime that didn't commit allegedly. Yeah. So it's just like weird how they can twist things and like make you guilty. Or, like, try to make you Yeah, our justice system guilty. is kind of shit. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of people have known that for a while. I, I, you know, it's just weird, like you said, that you can op- you can ask open-ended questions and kind of get whatever answer out of it you want mm-hmm. and, like, try to put people in the hot seat. Like, I feel like, to Amber Heard's credit, like, she's gotten some of those, too. She just still happens to, she just so happened to do, wor- like, worse things than he did, but I feel like they're equally in the wrong. I would say it's, like... Probably like 75, 25. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty fucked, bro. She's, yeah, she's crazy. Because, I mean, just when you lie about it, it's like, so what that can do to a man in 2022, like, it can literally destroy your I entire mean, Dude, legacy. for the last decade, I would say she's ruined his career um, because of, you know, She chopped like off that. his finger, bro. Yeah. And I remember, like, the whole wine thing, too? I forget what year that was. That was, like, 2012, 20, 2010. But it, like, came out that he was a beater and shit, and, like, women started getting on him. Oh, he's a beater. Oh, we always knew he was like that. Uh, oh, he's this, he's that. Johnny Depp got his image ruined, and he had to bring it back with, like, Pirates of the Caribbean and fucking movies like that. That's like a fire way to bring it back. <laughs> I, mean, let's like, be honest. I don't know. It sucks. It sucks, man. And honestly, um, to be honest, I don't know why they would uh, continue to make memes and shit. Like, these are news stories making memes and jokes and shit about this, and I feel like it's just getting old. Like, I mean, it's just because, like, Bro, when you fuck up as bad as you do, like her lawyers and stuff, yeah, it's just embarrassing, bro. <laughs> like it's embarrassing. Imagine it's she probably yeah. paid them like, at least a couple of mil, bro. Yeah. Imagine paying somebody a couple of mil and they fuck up. Yeah. Like they flat out. If I pay you a couple of mil for anything, you shouldn't fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't care what it is. Yeah. That's a lot of money, bro. Like where where can I pay somebody two million dollars and they fuck up? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and they lost her the fucking case. I would be pissed. To say, I don't know. I'd and be I think, like, get I the fuck out. I think she's the one who initiated the case, too, isn't she? She's crazy, though. Like, she's That's the one, I, I think, know. who wanted the more money, too. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, she did initiate the case. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what the hell? You're not prepared? Bro. Yeah. And then she fucked up multiple times. So it's like, <laughs> bro, she snitched on herself. <laughs> uh, I can't I believe it. Know, I can't believe it. It's you... almost like bringing Takashi 6ix9ine in as your... Like co-defendant or something, bro. It's like an episode of The Simpsons or something. Bro. Pretty much. Like they probably guy. predicted this. Seriously. They probably predicted this. Like, it's some crazy shit going yeah. on. That's that's one of them. And that's, it's just been so funny to see this whole entire time. I'm sorry. It's been funny. Uh, that's that's what it has been. But it's, <laughs> I mean, it's two, two toxic individuals. Two rich-ass motherfuckers going two at it. Two rich-ass toxic it's, individuals. It's entertainment. Bro. 
You know? Imagine, oh God, bro. Imagine somebody <laughs> suing you for a hundred mil, and thinking like you can just fake a photo. Yeah. Like, bro, there's data on each every single photo you take. Yeah. Like, she could at least screenshot it. It's weird, bro. If, if you screenshot, like, if you take a photo, edit it, and then screenshot, it's gonna come from the time of the screenshot. So what? That what? would be way smarter to do than like. Let me ask just, you this: Why didn't they just leave each other, bro? It's too much money in there. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, why? Like, so, like, what relationships and, like, celebrity relationships, like, what is that, bro? Like, what is that even? A lot of people don't call it love. A lot of them don't call it, like, anything. I and mean, then some I'm of them have sh- that I'm shit. sure it started that way. And it's like, what the fuck are you trying to do here? Like, it's, like you said, it could be the money. Yeah. It could be that they were just trying to, you know, but, like, like, what, why? I don't know. Why but... wouldn't you just leave? You're Johnny Depp, bro. I think he was too <laughs> entrenched in, like, all the drugs and, like. I mean, I'm sure you get status from that. Fuck her, bro. <laughs> She's Fuck crazy, her, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure you get status from that, Johnny though. Depp, like, I'm sure you can get some more status. No, facts. You know what I mean? You're like, you wrong. know, all these celebrity actors probably want his bones, bro. <laughs> like, Johnny Depp. And then you got to start over <laughs> and all that. You got to start know. the talking stage. And, yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't Final know, thoughts man. on that? It's just silliness. It's stupid. I'm glad it's over. In the real scheme of things, in everyone's life, like, how many people care about that shit, bro? All right. Do you have like a broadcaster or like radio personality or podcast personality that you look at? Um, probably Big Boy. Okay. Um, Solid. Hon- honestly, like yeah. seriously, like I I got into like actually studying him like probably last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I used to just watch him for fun. But Big Boy, I consider a personality that people love and gravitate towards a lot. Yeah. Um, because you got to think about it, man. He has people on there that are probably from the streets, like for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. These guys have done time and shit like that. Uh, but no matter what, he's always kept it consistent. Like he doesn't put on a, a show. Like yeah. he doesn't try to act hard. He doesn't try to act. You he know what I mean? He just keeps it real. He just keeps it real, bro. Yeah. And I feel like that's for the most part. That's what you want in media. Yeah. You especially when you talk like fans, especially when you talk like opinion. In today's world, you have to be broad, but also stick to your guns. And yeah, I feel like because, he does like, it perfectly. If you don't, I mean. If you do as much radio or like episodes as he does, right, you're gonna get exposed, like right, your opinion. So you might as well keep it real. Yeah, Ebro, Ebro's been there, ah, bro, a couple times. Because I, I, I mean, don't fuck with, I don't fuck with the uh, Hot ninety seven. He's real until he's not. All I, of all of them, they're real until they're not. I don't, and... I don't fuck with Hot ninety seven, bro. Yeah, because just, just like the whole, I mean, there's like a lot of good messaging to the community and shit. Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like. The way they do some of their artists, like yeah. how they did Kodak and stuff. Yeah. Like, just trying to make them talk about, like, charges on They've some had like, walk DJ out. Vlad stuff. Yeah. Just just stuff like that. And, like. And that's what you don't want, man. I don't care if old heads, like, bashing, like, a bunch of young rappers or just stuff like that. But it's just, like, bro, you should be promoting. Yeah. Like, do your job. Yeah. And I think Breakfast Club, you know, does it well. I think yeah. that, uh, you know, the show that we're talking, Big Boy's show does yeah. it well. Anybody um, else besides Big Boy? Um, that's probably it. Honestly, everyone else, I feel like, is kind of biased on some sort of opinion. No, yeah. Um, like I, I used to watch Breakfast Club, and same thing. I just think that they're kind of biased. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I look at like Charlemagne. I look at Stephen A. Okay. Uh, academics, just because like academics, like I was saying earlier, his work ethic is crazy. Insane. Um, like. You can't match that. You can't. Unless match. You I mean, do. no one can really replicate that. Yeah. All you can do is try to get as close as you can to it. I mean, you can. You just have to do it if, like, if that's what you want. That's insane. Um, I mean, Stephen A. Obviously, like, for all the he's had like a ton of backlash and everything, and like people hating on 
on him all the time, and he's been doing this forever, bro. Like, oh yeah, he started in newspaper, uh, and then like going to reporting, and then like doing the personality stuff, and like when he that's cut from a different cloth, bro. Like you can't oh, yeah. tell him nothing. I know, and you know it's it's cool to see like this new era of media because yeah. it's kind of cool to see like the people like Stephen A, the people like Skip Bayless. Like these guys are on their way out and they're starting to bring in new people. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to see how like the scene is shifting, man. It's like a shift of culture. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to see how like these stations kind of continue to do stuff without yeah. Stephen A, without Skip Bayless. Because yeah, think, these guys are legends, bro. Do you think like the culture will shift or it will kind of like be a new new era, but it will kind of shift into like old roles? Mm. You know, like it will be new people, but they'll still be goaded. Like yeah um i'm not sure man to be honest with you i'm not sure i think that's what happens just in anything because you look at like look at the commissioner like uh people don't like change though yeah but it, you saw it the has stuff to with happen max, you know huh you saw the stuff with max uh like max kellerman like oh, yeah, when he yeah. got let go and stuff Bruh. it's like Forgot he's about such that. a good anchor and he was such a good person to like covering the news and stuff who and even I felt is like, on first take right now well now it's just kind of that that second seat has been you know, it, it'll be like Perk. It'll be like JJ Reddick. Bro, I haven't watched. Like, I don't think I've watched since Max Kellerman's. Oh, it's good still. It's just, not. it's just that they are still trying to find that. that that's crazy. Person. Why can't like you have to find that guy? That's, my, that's like, what I'm saying. That's why I, I don't understand like how that's gonna look after he's gone. I'm pretty sure Skip wasn't the guy, and then like they brought on Stephen. Mm. I'm pretty sure Stephen that's how a. it went. Yeah. Yep. 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 Cause I think I think Skip has been doing this way longer. Yeah, and then and then Stephen A took that spot. Took that spot just because like he's goaded, bro. Yeah, I mean Nick, uh, forget his name, his last name, but a couple people from the jump, you know, Rachel Nicholson, like <laughs> Nick she, and all of them. I'll fuck with her, bro. <laughs> I'll fuck with her because what she said. Because Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, yeah. And so um, <laughs> yeah, once man. I found out she hooked up with Jimmy Butler, that it throws all my. So was that confirmed though? I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's, it's the space for it. Yeah. So it's just one of those things. I don't know. We can get into that uh, TED Talk question. Yeah. I wanted to ask you. Let's see. Okay. So we're at 413. Yeah. Let's do, we can do the TED Talk and then if you want to do the TED Cruise. All right. So um, I wanted to ask you. So I had an interesting question, kind of an interesting thought. Like, if you did a TED Talk with a room full of people, mm-hmm. you get to pick your demographic. What would that TED Talk be? Like, what would that TED Talk be about? Yeah, so my demographic would probably be younger uh, kids. Well, teenagers, probably. Okay. Um, Just because, like, if I ever felt like I needed guidance, it would probably be that age. Mm-hmm. Um, And I would say the topic would be just like pursue your actual passions because like it's it's possible like i was talking about like i mean i always talk about like grinding or just being on your purpose Mm kind of like always working towards what you want to do and like obviously i'm reaping some of the benefits of that now right or like working on some of the cardinal stuff or just getting to meet radio yeah just like doing the radio like i would never think i would want to be in radio Mm -hmm. but just like follow they always say find what you want to do but by doing that, you have to like try different things. Right. Um, just try like say you want to be a YouTuber. Try YouTube. Like, see if you like it. It might not be for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Try uh 
like I said, try maybe starting a podcast. That might be for you. Mm-hmm. You might like it. But you just have to actually like go out and try different things and like constantly grind because I mean, where I'm at today and like where I'm going to be is a product of what I've been doing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's what I would tell them. Okay. What about you? Um, my demographic would probably be like thirty to fifty. Yeah, you want them old heads? I want the older people. Um yeah. I would say my my topic, my main topic would probably center around uh probably figuring out your happiness and like figuring out the because the thing is what i was going to say i'm trying to put into words Mm -hmm. is that uh you basically don't want to give up the hope and i feel like that's a big running thing right now too it's like i started to look into like the psychology and like the thinking of like being an adult and like being a person who's like middle age um and it just feels like a lot of people who are past their prime Um, who've had kids and stuff like that and who are just basically kind of going through life it seems as though i think people need to reconnect to their their passion like oh, their love oh, for sure i heard uh this story the other day there's this guy he was um like he has a brother and everything and his mm-hmm. brother was taking care of their parents for i think like, maybe like five years or something so he's living with their parents and that and then he's like we need to get you to do something like that you enjoy mm-hmm. and then he used to be a drummer when he was i think like a teenager his brother used to be yep. a drummer um so then he got he bought his brother some drum lessons like 10 drum lessons and then he got really involved in that and started like making a bunch of music yeah uh just like pursuing that uh playing like p- managing bands playing in a band yeah uh and he was like retirement age yeah so, and that, that's what i would say too yeah. it's like because a lot of times like when people like go off that path of like what they don't like to do anymore and they kind of like make their career, like their passion, their main point, they basically lose that happiness. They lose that, that, that joy of life because they don't have something that they enjoy doing anymore because they're basically, they feel as though they're trapped in a bubble. And I feel like that's where a lot of American society is now. Um, Especially that age range. Like, yeah, man. And like, especially as I talk to people who are like that age, a lot of it is like guilt because of like where the economy is. A lot of it is like, um, you know, just, honestly like a trapped like a trap feeling yeah um i don't know i just feel as though like that group of people a society likes to figure it about i feel like we take for oh, granted for sure. like yeah. the people who kind of get things going but i feel like you know we all need to feel appreciated and i feel like a ted talk basically describing that and like finding like your inner your inner self is yeah. what we need and i feel like that's definitely a message that the world needs right now um yeah you said something uh, at the beginning that i wanted to go off of i can't remember um was it demographic or was it the it was after the demographic you said like pursuing yeah sometimes you pursuing like your um like your passion can turn into like your career um or pursuing like something that you enjoy doing can turn into like you know your pursuit and so i feel like that's basically where it is it's like the more people like find out like if you're a person who likes working on cars and you work on cars like obviously you can make something out of that and i feel like that's more important than figuring out like when to be on time for work during the week and shit like that you know what i mean like for yeah. somebody else's it was uh, uh what i was gonna bring up is a mindset point of like you mentioned like becoming an adult or the mindset of that yeah um something i always like have thought when i was a kid i always used to hear people say like don't don't give up that like you can do anything mentality right because a lot of times like people get, get stuck 
in their 20s, 30s, 40s, like, the thought of, like, them being able to do what they want is, like, they're, like, that's not realistic. That's right. not, like, that, that just, like, that's just, like, wishful thinking, like, thinking like a child. It's but, not, like, yeah. I've always heard, like, from a young age, like, don't ever give up on that. Um, and that's something I never, like, gave up. And it's worked out, you know? Yeah. When you actually, like, believe that you can you can do what you want as long as you, like, work hard at, 100%, at it. Man. And, like, just, like, have the drive to, like, learn and try to do good. Um, but, yeah, like, never give up that mentality for sure. Because, yeah, you can actually achieve a lot more than you think and you can get far. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it's just one of those things, like you said, it's just mentality-based. Um, you know, you just got to keep pushing. Um, it's one of those things where, like, you know, yeah, you can make something out of your environment, but at the same time, don't be afraid to just keep pushing it, you mm-hmm. know, even further. And I feel like that's where I am, too. Like, with my mindset as a young man is, like, um, like where I am with my job and stuff. Like, I'm cool, but at the same time, it's, like, you also want to strive for more, and mm-hmm. you don't want to become comfortable. Yeah. And I feel like that's another thing with young people is, like, we always feel like we're trying to find that comfort. That comfort. Um, but I think we're at the age now where you don't necessarily want to find your comfort, but you want to find you know, what's going to get you that to that next stage. Yeah. You know, fire under you. Right. You want to get to that next stage and you want to get to, you want to make sure that you're always like, like you said, fire under your butt, that you're always feeling this though. You have to overcome what you did last year. Mm -hmm. And as long as you do that, like as long as you do like what Steve Nelson says, like 1% every day, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to make improvement by the end of the year. So it's just one of those things. That's kind of where my head is too. Like Steve Nelson. I don't know if you know, you know who that is. Uh, Did he write a, Look, I think he was on. Mm, he was. I think he was on Green Bay Packers. Okay, either Green that, Bay or that Panthers. was like that was like basically the message of Atomic Habits. And yeah, like it's a it's a, yeah. a great message to have. I know a lot of people use that same message. It's just like one of those things where like just one percent every day. Yeah, and I would say one thing too is like one one thing too it's is crazy. like uh, people get wrapped up in motivation. Yeah, uh, people get wrapped up in like seeing. So social media motivation or like yeah just messages when or like having like the right, right song or something uh, stuff stuff like that but like right actions definitely speak louder than words whereas 100%. like you can get all the motivation you want but it's always discipline over motivation because you're not always going to be motivated yeah but if you stay disciplined that's something david goggins talks about yeah if you stay disciplined it's like it's gonna it's gonna pay off more more than motivation because like like i said motivation only comes whenever you're yep. motivated or inspired and like my boss says you can burn out that way too you know if you if you just go in full steam every day full steam every day but you're not like like you said disciplined mm-hmm. and you're not like disciplined with your time you can burn out yeah and a lot of people say like that's another thing too it's like you have to be the discipline you have to have that discipline with like the drive to to go ahead and do it that and then uh another thing i just learned throughout life is like um do good or like work hard be for yourself and not for others yeah um because a lot of times we get in the mindset of like oh fuck these like say at work like fuck these people uh why would i want to work hard for them i'm gonna be lazy blah blah blah. right but like you're really affecting yourself more than you're affecting them just because like you're not you're not performing at what you could be and that's gonna mess with you subconsciously yeah and honestly that's Speaking facts, like people that like my employees that I have at work, mm-hmm. like it's the same thing. It's like they come in, you know, wearing Crocs or like they're, you know, dragging their feet 
And you think that you're bringing down the team when, like you said, in reality, you're basically showing the light on yourself. Yeah. You're showing what you can give, um, not what someone else can give. And I feel like that's definitely so like wearing Crocs. No, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, bro, nah, if you're not you ready to work, mean. like, it's I just, know what you mean, yeah. so it's just one of those things, like, you're speaking facts. It's just, that's a lesson for life. Like, you have to be, you have to be accountable, you know? And like, it's to part yourself? of like yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, if you're not there, you know what I mean? Like, if you're not who you are, like, want to be, then it's just not, it's not genuine. And I feel like that's kind of where it, it comes from, too. It's like, you have to be a person who's willing to contribute to the team imagine being that person that's like oh yeah i, I work way better than them i'm just not going to though yeah because that, that's not true yeah you're not you don't yeah and it, not i mean we them. all have those workers at our work too because like yeah. i yeah we have some people like that for sure yeah i mean that's everywhere just yeah. in life like you're not if you don't do what you say then you're not it yeah yeah 100 that would be my message yeah i think a ted talk would be like surreal to do with yeah. like a room full of people just because it's like uh, a lot of those TED Talks are bullshit and like mm -hmm. you don't want to like misconstrued your message and you also don't want to like make it seem. You think so? You think most of the TED Talks are bullshit? Not most, but yeah, like. I mean like the topics, you know what I mean? Bro, like some of those topics don't even like... make sense. Like <laughs> Kit Cuddy's, his was yeah. basically like, oh, my name is Scott and that's it. And it like basically talked about like I how. It. I liked Kit Cuddy's. I liked it too, but it was just like, you know, it's. it's it was just mainly like this in his my life. life and but like how he you got take what he You take what you want from that. And I say like. His was like, just pursue your passions and like, don't be afraid. Cause like, if you look at his story, it's crazy. Yeah. Because yeah, he it's basically a, it's a went from story. Cleveland to New York with nothing, lived in his car. And then like, obviously became the man who he is today. Yeah. Uh, along the way, you're going to have a lot of help. Don't, don't be afraid to accept help. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good message. It's just like one of those things where like, I don't want to. I don't, I never want to like make it general. If I did do a TED yeah, talk, that, I want to make sure that people can like, like start thinking about some stuff. Cause yeah. like, yeah, I would start talking about the job stuff, but then I'll probably get into like some of the world stuff too. Yeah. Dude, I'm with you though. Like, I feel like TED talks a lot of times, they're like, do this one specific thing <laughs> and your life will be great. Yeah. It's never that simple. <laughs> it's, it's never that simple. Never that simple, bro. No. They're always like, you have that, to though. go through a lot of shit before you can get to uh, the goal. Yeah. And that's basically what it is. Like, even where I am now, like in my life, like, it's just like, you still have to keep going. Like you have to go through the shit before you can get here. And I've been through some yeah. shit, you know, I've been through jobs that sucked ass, mm -hmm. you know, to get to the one I'm in now. Is this the best it's going to be? No. But at the same time, it's like also, um, you know, you have to accept your stepping stones and accept like where you are in your life and just mm -hmm. continue to keep building. Yeah. Um, that's basically what, you know, I would tell people is like, def definitely don't give up. No matter, like you said, no matter how old you are, find your passion, find your love, um, figure out what's important to you in life. Mm -hmm. um because at the end of the day like that's what matters you know like we all have a short life it's just about like what you make of it so let's get into a little bit of sports at the beginning um soccer is coming officially to st louis their stadium i think it just got finished or yeah. like at least the field and stuff did yeah uh yeah they started establishing like the practice squads and stuff like that practice fields um training facilities so yeah i mean we're getting there man we're there. Um, so let's talk about what sport do you think has the best fans? Best fans? I like the whole atmosphere of Okay, so are we talking just sports teams like sports. Boston Red Sox sports. or okay. Baseball, football, oh, sports in general. Soccer, gotcha. basketball. I would say the best sports fans by far uh has to come down to football fans. 
You think I so? feel like, yeah. I feel like with the history of America and like what we have tied with that sport. Yeah, you're saying specifically in America? Oh, yeah. I'm saying specifically in America, American mm-hmm. football. Um, I think that teams like the Browns, the teams like uh, Green Bay Packers, teams like uh, Boston or the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Um, these teams have a lot of history. Uh, yeah. Steelers, uh, Chiefs. These teams have huge history with like the whole organization. I feel like that is what in, in court, like if, when you look at like sports teams, you look at like the people that encompasses the team, you know? Yeah. I feel like baseball fans. Yes, they're more. Um, I guess they, they're more supportive. Uh, but when it comes to like actually being a fan of like going to each game, um, showing out tailgating, mm-hmm. like when it's cold, rainy, snowing, and you're still there at the games, I feel like it comes down to football. Yeah. That's just me personally. What about, what about you? So I will say soccer fans. Soccer fans, yeah. And here's why. I'm from up there. Think about it. So you brought up the point of tailgating. Think about soccer tailgating. Literally, these guys have like parades. Yeah. Before almost every match. Look at like Seattle. They're yeah. literally walking and having a parade, bro. The fucking flares. Yeah, the they, flares. They got the flares, the yeah. smoke grenades and shit. Yeah, it gets wild. You look at uh, what just happened. We were just talking about it before the podcast. What just <laughs> happened earlier in the uh, Champions League. Fans get so rowdy that they get tear gassed. Like, it's insane. That's how bad. That's insane. That's how bad the fans are. Obviously, that's not America mm-hmm. because overseas... It's a bigger sport, and right. just worldwide, it's a bigger sport, right? But I forget what movie it is. Um, but there's this movie that's actually covers like the fan base of of like soccer, specifically football. Yeah. Um, they cover it specifically on that movie, and like, uh, turns out like after the games and stuff, the rivalries get so heated that like these fans would have oh, like yeah. big groups of like red versus blue or oh, green versus brawls, so, bro. Yeah, and yeah. it'd be like after the games in the streets like underneath the stadium yeah. and shit like people would legitimately That's like, how serious it gets. rush man. each other. And if you look like search it on YouTube? Yeah. Uh I'll, we'll look it up after this. Search it on YouTube, bro. Like it's, it gets crazy. Yeah. People start shooting off flares and shit at each other and a like lot yeah, of times, it gets violent. A lot of times they call it like derbies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets rough as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. But I think it's because like a lot of these teams are so tied into their specific city or town. If you think about it in America, like a lot of times our teams will be named after right stuff and not like the actual city. So obviously you have like I think it's St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Uh LA Rams. Yeah. You know? Which they play into the the animal or like even the, the name of our stadiums. Yeah. Think about our stadiums. We got like uh you got Smoothie King Center and shit yeah. like that. You got like fucking um crypto. Yeah. Or you know. Or uh thing like Minnesota Timberwolves. Right. Like it's always like a character or like something like that. And other places, they don't really like they don't really do that. Like think of Liverpool, like that's the town. Yeah. Liverpool. Think of Manchester City. Yeah. That's literally Manchester. That's their block, bro. That's that's their identity. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of the reason why these teams like ride so hard. Do you think that it's team? also because our sports are uh, in America are like more general? Like you're saying, like they're more general to the city instead of like the town. Yeah, and a lot of times you'll have, I'm sure you have this like in soccer outside of the United States as well, but there's no football team here right now mm-hmm. uh, in St. Louis, so you'd be like you'll get a, like a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of out of state. Fans are like out of place fans, basically. I would agree. I would agree too. Um, going off your point, I would say soccer definitely is probably the more 
the more um fan based like sport. I would say internationally. Um, that, yeah, for sure. I mean, just looking off the stadiums and stuff, like we name our stadiums after brands. Yeah. You know, brands that sponsor that stadium over there. That stadium is is more than likely going to be named after a famous person, you know, to that area, a famous person that, you know, yeah. or it's something that's very specific and very important to that area. It's yeah. not going to be like Smoothie that's true. King Center, you know? Yeah. And so, like, back to the history part of it, yeah, for sure. I would say it's very ingrained in the culture over there. And, like, um, you know, we think that our, our football is, like, ingrained into us as well. But, like you said, it's, like, it's very general. Like, yeah. all of St. Louis has one team. Instead I mean, of you it see being, what like, happens. St. Charles has a team. Yeah. And you go over here, you got like Fenton has a team. You I think know. I think they've done that in soccer before. Like they moved, they moved locations. Mm-hmm. But dude, and here in St. Louis, when the Rams left, mm-hmm. you got a lot of people like, no, I'm not a Rams fan anymore. Yeah, some people just gave up. That would never happen. Like across, at least I don't think so. I would agree. I would agree. A lot of people just jump ship, or some people just gave up. Like you said, like they just gave up the sport. But what would you say is like the greatest sports team like to ever exist? Rather it be like Manchester United, rather it be like the Yankees. To ever exist? Rather it be like Green Bay Packers. Like what is the greatest sports franchise team to ever exist, to ever do it? I would say it kind of depends on the sport, but you have to obviously like throw the Lakers in there, throw like Barcelona, Real Madrid in there. Yeah. Just because they got so many chips. Yeah. But it it kind of depends on the sport. But I, I would probably have to go with, like, Barcelona. Barcelona? Yeah. That's just fair. That's fair. I, honestly, I would have to say greatest of all time is probably going to be a toss-up between, uh, like you said, the Lakers or Boston Celtics for me. Um, I think the Celtics definitely have a strong, a strong, strong um, fucking, like, uh, argument for that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was going to say almost, like, the uh, the Patriots as well, too. Um but when you think of like championship greatness and like the 18 or so that like the Boston Celtics have, yeah, and you look at what that team means to the NBA organization versus like, say, for instance, like uh, Barcelona and mm-hmm. what they mean to the MLS, it's insane, Drew. Whoa. When you say like the competition, La Liga, La Liga, yep, sorry, La Liga. Um, it's, it's insane when you talk about competition. Yes, Spain has humongous, humongous games. Um, but I just feel like. When you look at like the, but they're on the international stage as well. It's not just like, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of hard to because you'll it. get a kid in like Africa, in like a poor town or something, with like it's just remote. Yeah, and then they'll have like a messy jersey yeah. or something like that. Right, you know, right. Just crazy. Not Since to, it's over not different. To, not to mention, think about this in soccer, um, international teams. Oh yeah, Brazil. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. look at. Obviously, football is not going to have national teams. Right. Because it's just like. It's just the one and done. I mean, it's in Mexico. It's in Canada. Yeah. I'm sure it's like other places too, but it's not as big as the United States. Yeah. Basketball, you have the Olympics, Olympic teams. Yeah. But they're not riding like they are for the World Cup, bro. And honestly, the NBA is already global. Yeah. You know, that's like the one league you can play basketball where you are considered the pinnacle. Yeah. Um, but I looked up an interesting stat here. These are like all the United States teams like to ever have like the most championships. Mm-hmm. Um, you got New York Yankees. Um, this is as far as World Series. Like New that's York- what I was thinking too. Yankees. Yeah, these are like- these are just baseball. Yankees, Cardinals, Philadelphia, Boston Red Sox. These are people who have had the most. But Yankees have twenty seven. Yeah, Cardinals have eleven. We're second, which is awesome. Um, NFL most championships. You got Packers, which we both knew. 
uh, championships as far as Super Bowls. You got six with New England. That's the record. Yeah. Uh, basketball, same thing. Boston Celtics, 17. So, yeah. I mean, with America, it's a trend with our teams. Like, I feel like the top teams here are pretty much the same teams. Boston, mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Plus, like, a lot of teams are just all in the same location. Like, right. you have California. Right. New York. Right. Like said, Boston. And I, I feel like it's just more global across the states. I would say, final answer, like you said, uh, it might be soccer. I think soccer might be the most global and the most popularized sport to date. That's that's why I'm excited for soccer to come here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's not one of those things where like we take advantage of a team that we have here, right. how it was with the Rams. Because, I mean, I wasn't really – I was obviously too young when the Rams were winning. Right. Because it was like, what, 99 or something? 99, 2000. That's so, when we yeah. won. So it's like I was fucking three years old. Yeah. But Marshall Falk era, me and you, yeah, we were a lot younger. So exactly. we kind of missed that whole thing. We missed like the stands uh, being packed. Because, I mean, bro, when the Rams were here, it was like Edward Jones, Dome, uh, and then this, bro, straight concrete at the top. What was his name? Brad? Yeah, I mean, our stadium was shit. But yeah. what was his name? Brad, uh, Stan our quarterback? Because it was Steven Jackson in the backfield. I know uh, we had Steven Jackson. Yeah. We had Tavon Austin. Yeah. We had Cooper Cup. No, we didn't have Cooper Cup. We had Brandon Cook. And then we had Tavon Austin, Steven Jackson in the backfield. Our quarterback is a guy from Mizzou. I forget his name. He's only in the league for like eight or six years. Yeah. It was um, just down, not good, bro. Not good. I mean, um, it's just, yeah, it didn't work out. I would say like you did, like you said, um, I used to go to games like maybe once a year, if that. Yeah. And yeah, I think we took our team for granted. And I feel like I hope it's not like that. Yeah. Like to your point, I hope it's not like that with our MLS team. I hope that the fans support it. Yeah. I hope that we're um, so much in support of it that we kind of keep them accountable. Because I feel like that's what happened, dude. Like we as a team, as a fan base, didn't support the team enough to get some good players. Yeah. And it also matters like how the team performs. Right. Because, I mean, you look at the Cardinals, they're doing all right right now. But like they've sold out. They just sold out their stadium yesterday. Mm-hmm. 40, 44, 45,000 people. Cardinals and Blues do really good business in yeah. St. Louis. And that's because they're winning. That's because they're winning. Like Winning culture. If you start to lose, bro, you start not to fill up that stadium. I feel yeah. like baseball's gotten bigger here in St. Louis. I mean, it's always been agree. big. But, like, over the last couple of years, you got, like, people just... It's almost like going to the games is like a... Well, people are starting to bandwagon now, too. Out yeah. of state. Out of state. I've seen a lot more people wear Cardinals hats and yeah. Cardinals jerseys and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I would even go as far as to say um, without the team supporting like the the fans, it's kind of a give and take. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the team does a good job of keeping us contending. I, that's what the Rams didn't do. I feel like. Right. And that's what I feel like it's like us as fans, we should have been we should have been to the point where like we got frustrated. But I don't think I think it was too late. Yeah. You know, at that time, like we were losing every year. It was just like, all right, sell the team. Let's start fresh. So. You know, uh, it's just one of those things. <laughs> we we have to support the team, man. Yeah. We have to. Um, yeah, yeah, you have to support the team. But the team, I mean, I'm sure the Rams are, like, in the community and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you always see, like, a, a ton of, like, Cardinal stuff with the community. Uh, sure, with the same with, like, the Blues. They do event nights and stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, like it's fun really nice. stuff. Fun stuff. I don't remember too much of, like, the Rams being, like, hey, this is, uh, like, I mean, Marshall Falk night or something. I mean, like, they would never do Star Wars nights, Star Wars nights. And like, um, cause I, that's, that's probably the, one of the funnest things ever, yeah. man. If you guys haven't been to like Star Wars night at the blues and like enterprise, it's like so fun. 
Yeah, they're having a Star Wars night coming up for the Cardinals. Yes. And then they're giving away championship replica rings. Yep, they do 25,000 of them. Sometimes they do the t-shirts. I yeah. feel like that's how you get people in the seats. Maybe. Exactly. I don't remember that with football at all. At all. And then they're doing it with like, they did with the blues. Like their replica rings are nice, bro. Yeah. They're actually like super sick. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully they do that with soccer and I want to go to the parades and like I want to yeah. cover some of this stuff in soccer, so that's gonna be I mean, fire, bro. St. Louis right now with our sports is very exciting. I mean, I'm, MLS is coming here, and then Blues made it to basically second to last round before hitting the finals yeah, again. RP. I mean, you know, but still, we're yeah. contending, man. No, you, can't, you can't complain. Exactly. Like if you make it that far, yeah. obviously you want to win the we'll uh, the cup, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah, we're getting more events in St. Louis. It's it's looking up for the city, man. To be honest, I would say I would say for sure. Um, it's good to see because like when me and you were younger, like um, we saw the the city head into that direction. I mean, did we though? A little bit. Yeah. When you say like we saw glimpses here and there of the city getting more money, but like now it's like full fledged. You see a lot more bridges being made. You see us starting to finally get some construction going. Yeah. Um, things are getting back to normal too with COVID. So like a lot of the stuff that you know would have had been done like in 2019 That's weird. Yeah. Is getting done now. So like. Yeah. It's just good to see everything moving again. Um, I think that what St. Louis people want to see from the city um, with this new sports team is that we are being heard. Yeah. You know, um, I think that they kind of tested things out with uh, St. Louis FC and it got really good feedback. And so if True. we can continue that and we can continue people like, you know, going to these games and supporting the roster, I feel like we're going to get there. But it's just going to be a team effort. Yeah, it kind of makes you want to stay and like build something here you know yeah um, it's potential here man for sure i think a lot of people are starting to see that too they talked about like i've heard things about like tech startups in st louis tech startups like, um a lot of stuff with uh natural science yeah. in st louis like we have a lot a lot of stuff going on with that too i mean obviously we have like pretty uh prestigious schools here mm -hmm. you know like washu and slu and all that yeah um but yeah man it's like it's looking up and it's, it's kind of dope to see it's really good to see do you where do you rank st louis Right now, almost like cities in the in like the United States, because I remember like my perspective of St. Louis, like growing up. Yeah, I always saw us as like a bad place to live. Um, and mean, that was only because like it was all about perspective. Like, it, it depends on which part you're talking about. Because if you look at like the murder rate and everything, mm -hmm. that's like the city of St. Louis. Because yeah. if you add the metropolitan area in there, it doesn't even rank uh, top ten. Right. It's it's crazy because like people don't understand that. And they think like, oh, yeah, they get here and they see how St. Louis is split. And then yeah. they're like, oh, OK. Yeah. And it's kind of like with Chicago. Yeah. And you get like the suburban area, which obviously is not close to the city. Like, right. Danger. But also you do get it's like just, the downtown. And like if you're going to games, your car could get breaking. Well, into. it's the opposite. Yeah. I feel like uh, with Chicago, in cities like Chicago, the mm -hmm. city area is the safe part. Yeah. And the, the the county area is the rough part. So yeah. it's like opposite. You Where, know, whereas in like safer. New York is just fucking dangerous. Oh, my God. Bro, you can get it anywhere. I would never live in New York ever. <laughs> I mean, I, I always thought like that would be a cool place to like live or just like hang out just to see the creative stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, even with COVID now, it's like. Dude, when you Same look at how LA. big, how big like New York is, yeah, like when you really think about it, how big that shit is, mm -hmm. I'm good, bro. There's yeah. no, there's no way I can, I can do anything in that city that wouldn't give me anxiety or like it wouldn't. <laughs> I'm serious because like it's yeah. just so much. Yeah, that's how Chicago's kind of like that though. Oh my god, Chicago is way smaller than New York. Chicago is yeah. a fraction of New that's York. That's true, dude. New York is like massive. you got like you got three you got New York State. You got three islands and five boroughs. Yeah. 
each of those islands are just as big as the last island. Yeah. And each of those islands have sub islands basically in it, like four divisions of sub islands. Yeah. You got Brooklyn, you got New York, you got Manhattan. Yeah. It's too much. I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I would me, have to, I would have to go and like explore because I've never been there. Oh man. Definitely want to do that uh, someday. It'd be fun. It'd but, be fun to visit, but I couldn't live there, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you just experience it first and then make your opinion. I feel like because like I feel like Chicago oh. would be a dope place to live. Chicago would definitely be a dope place to live. It's a little bit of both. When you're getting that creative influence, you you already know it hits different, bro. Yeah. And, like, that's something that we, I, I wish was bigger in St. Louis, was, like, that creative influence or, like, just people doing stuff that you could look to and be like, oh, like, I want to do that. Kanye came from your town. You're going to be like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye, I mean, Chance. Kanye, Juice World, Polo G. That's just Chance. That's the end of it. Like, there are a ton of shit people in Chicago. Yeah, you Drew, know what I mean? All of them, bro. But, like, yeah, it's just something that has to build, but it's definitely on the rise. Yeah. I would say that that's definitely true. I would say that's one thing I'm starting to believe in is, like, no matter where you kind of live or where you come from, you definitely have to build. Yeah. Um, That's just, like, a thing that everyone does. Yeah. Anyone who's successful is basically building. Why not not build it uh, where you're from, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of those shows that is really good with that kind of, like, message is um, LeBron's show, The Shop. Yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. So that's definitely a good show. Um, I say that gives you that message. Um, you get to kind of see a lot of perspectives. Yeah. What does he say about it, or what do they say about it? You know, they just go around to each person and talk about like where they came from, what they do to did to get where they were, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I feel I feel like you get a lot of perspective. But the main message of a lot of those people is like more they than just... an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to more than an athlete. They split. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Uh, Chad o- Ochocinco and uh, forgot the other guy's name. But with the braids, the main guy, yeah. uh, him and uh, Brandon, I think Brandon Marshall, yeah, Brandon Marshall and uh, Ocho Cinco got their own show now. Uh-huh. And then uh, Fred, I think his name is Fred something. Yeah. He's like that running back and another guy. They got their own show, but it's not as good. Oh really? It's not as good. It's a V. It's a V squad. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they got into it over over of course money. Um, that's how it always that's goes. Every, all these shows, the Joe Budden, money. the Joe Budden podcast, the Joe Budden and Rory thing, like that stuff never ended. Yeah. Like, what do you feel about that? Uh, how do I feel about you got the Barstool the Sports? I actually looked the other day. They said, uh, I looked up a review on the Rory and Mal podcast. Yeah. They said at first it was like kind of weird, um, just like awkward and like they had to build the chemistry. Yeah. But then I think they added a third mic. It was like a female. And they said it's like one of the, they listen to it all the time. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Budden's like, at first his was like off, but now I think he's kind of like getting into it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I hope. I hope the best for Joe Budden. Honestly, he like had a fire one of the best podcasts out. I would agree, but obviously, I don't think, I don't think his is one of the best out right now for mm-hmm. sure. I feel like academics is probably better. Like academics podcast is probably better, but like that's just academics works so hard, bro. I still haven't seen his yet, but yeah, yeah. he does. Check check his out. Uh, he'll have like guest uh, rappers on there or like just whoever he wants really. Uh, but his podcast is good. Um, obviously you got like Joe Rogan's, right? Uh, I, I watch one, it's called kill Tony. It's, it's like stand up comedians doing like a minute, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like a live podcast, but it's really like a show almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch that, but no, you have like a lot of, a lot of good podcasts out there, but yeah, I don't know. I forgot who has a new one. Someone just made a new podcast. I think Draymond Green has a new one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely a space that I think is going to continue to be.